to the ether today is friday november 25th 2022 today on the ether part three and the final third part of wrecked fm racked fm hosted by the wreck gang for the cosmos culture episode 42.6 motherfucking nine let's go yeah Start. maybe you create more engagement because it's easier to interact with it so i guess it's both coins right yeah yep but yeah, I'm I'm more of an advocate for making it as simple as possible. Uh, yes, you know I've I've never been a fan of uh, the gaming NFTs, <laughs> well uh, until they're done, um, and then I'm proven wrong. But for now, it's kind of uh, feel like it's you know they're forcing you. Yeah, it's not the it's not a dig or anything. I'm just saying, kind of uh, it's a difficult thing to accomplish. Yeah. And, I feel like a lot of the tasks, like I know a lot of people were fans of DeFi kingdoms, but who made the most money out of DeFi kingdoms? It's either the DeFi kingdoms team or, you know, the people that were there super early uh, or the rest, everyone else got rugged, obviously. And it, it was just a lot of meaningless clicking, in my opinion, for, you know, to kind of interact with the Ponzi that it was. I, I don't see like, I don't see this as a good utility or a good purpose or even a good way to onboard people. For me, the best way to onboard people was like, you know, Alice and Anchor, which was here, here's a savings protocol. Like this is money. This is serious. You, you get some money and that's good. And if you want to play a game, well, you could play like maybe somebody comes up with a fun game and then you get paid to like play the game or trade the items that could kind of work. But the, the DeFi kingdoms, uh, I don't know. You, you got to sell it to me. Yeah. Well, like, de- why do you I, enjoy it so much? What, what when I'm talking like about it? Yeah. When I'm talking DeFi kingdoms, I mean like teaching people the DeFi like principles, like understanding, like, cause when you watch a video to learn like about impermanent loss or what a yield farm is or what an LP pair is like, I mean, when I first was doing it, my eyes would just gloss over and I'd just be like, what, like this is some fucking, you know, like voodoo or whatever, you know? And then like, you know, obviously the more comfortable you get with it. Now you're just like, oh, cool. New, new LP pool on diffusion. That's earning 200% for a fucking, you know, a stable coin and a coin that I like. Okay. No problem. You know what I mean? And then my appetite is much different than it was, you know, eight, nine months ago. So I, I mean it from that aspect of more just like the, the learning about the more advanced like things I think is much more palatable than watching a video of, you know, kind of explaining these things. Cause I, like I said, like I could watch a, a video on impermanent loss and like, I still like, I, like, I understand it. But then when I'm watching the video, I'm just like, Oh my God, like, okay, cool. Um, so I, I guess that's my point of where I'm coming like, from. Like the I, educational I, angle there. Yeah. yeah. Like the- and I think with the gaming thing, I, I tend to agree with you. 
like I've been I was really big on like Polygon P2E games like during the bull run and and it was it was wildly successful for me like I made some pretty decent coin like doing P2E games but I think like the P2E part that like I so I'm coming from like the nerd that was playing World of Warcraft like 60 hours a week back in the day like I think the missed opportunity with like NFTs and gaming is I would love to have had ownership of my actual character like as an NFT, like all the stuff going on in the game and stuff like that, that's fine. Save it on Blizzard servers. I don't care about, you know, the gold I have or this, that, and the other thing. But I think like the character itself, because obviously back in the day, and I'm talking like early 2000s, like selling your characters was like the most nerve wracking thing. Like who was, it was basically like who is going to rug who? Was it the seller that was going to rug you? OTC trade, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's going to rug who? Like, um, it, it, is the person going to reclaim the account or this, that, and the other thing. And obviously Blizzard didn't want to do that because like they weren't making any money off of it. But I think like if they give the ownership of the characters to the actual people and, and I could go sell my character in a trustless way, like, I think that's the real advantage to all these games. Like imagine call of duty, like you have your profile. Okay, right? So let and, me ask you this, sure. Let me ask you this. What if Blizzard said, you can sell your characters to anyone you want using our app or whatever, you know, using our interface within the game. Would that satisfy you? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, I was selling them on eBay. So like, it's no different. Like, I mean, as long as they're not taking like a ridiculous amount and, and I, and, and like I said, it's done in a trustless way where if once I sell it, like, that's it, like there's no one, you know, gonna call oh, yeah, it's, it back. It's on the Blizzard. Like, it's on the Blizzard interface page, right? Like you, you yeah. tell someone, you connect here. I connect here. Blizzard facilitates the sale. Blizzard takes. Yeah, they're they are they are the escrow. Yeah, yeah. Would that be okay with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, so so why do you need gaming NFTs if if Blizzard could just implement that, or the gaming company could just implement something that's, you know, built by them. Yeah, that's, that's fair. And, and maybe to a certain point, they're already kind of doing that today with a bunch of like, you know, what is it pay to play kind of, kind of like cosmetics and, and guns and thing, things. But I don't know, there's something about like, actually having physical ownership. Like I remember when like, back before, like, you could just do a direct download, like, going to GameStop, buying the box, and then inside the box was just a fucking piece of paper with the fucking, like, 16-digit code. And I'm just, like, it felt like such a such a scam to me. It's, like, I don't, like, yeah, I know I'm just going to, like, pop the CD-ROM in and download it, and then that's it. It's done. But, like, I have, like, this physical item that, like, is mine, and I didn't just pay for this fucking code that, I, 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 I don't know. I know a lot of things are, like, in the cloud now, so it's it's, like, a moot point. But, like, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about like if I own this NFT and I have it and it's mine, is a very different thing than you know Blizzard just facilitating you know hey let's attach character X Y Z to you know uh, you know Tank's account instead of Shroot's account. Like, uh, but I but I do agree with your point. It could probably be simplified um, to just be a you know a process within their own ecosystem that they already have, especially since they do sell stuff like you know, pets and mounts and all this shit now. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, again, it goes down to ownership, right? Like at the end of the day, Blizzard still owns that thing. Um, so yeah. it's more of a, it's I, I more of a value. My point is, is that my point is, is even if you think you own that NFT 
on like let's say you could withdraw it to ethereum or you know juno your character is like an nft on on, on that blockchain it's it's decentralized right but then it's a character from the blizzard game and they are the devs and they can change any parameter within that game to make your character completely useless so even though the character lives on a decentralized blockchain it's still very very dependent on blizzard and their centralized game development team so to me kind of that that's kind of like where where i kind of i, I can't you know bring the two together of of why the blockchain when the game is is such a complicated thing right like building a game is so complicated there's a lot of patches updates you know parameters things exploits that need to be constantly taken care of so since it's so centralized it always depends on that centralized entity so even though you kind of own that asset that asset could be completely reduced to nothing just by them modifying some parameters within the game so it's like you know does that make sense to you yeah no i i, I feel you and and i think that's where we're that's what I think I think we're not just going to all of a sudden have like Web three gaming because I do agree with you to some extent Web three gaming is kind of stupid right like uh, because of that that fact like these things are running in very centralized areas uh, they have they have dev teams like you're not going to decentralize like you're not going to make a game fully like decentralized like what are you going to have like random devs working on shit like uncoordinated uh, like you know just random Joes submitting fucking shit like that's not going to happen. So I think there's like this gaming, if they are going to move somewhat, needs to be like the 2.5 version where some stuff is, you know, you own it. And then some stuff is obviously you're using that like centralized like infrastructure where like the game is happening or like, you know, I did the raid, but then at the results of the raid get like printed to the blockchain as like an achievement or something like that. So you can like take it with you. It, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I agree with you like the whole web3 gaming thing I think is like kind of like a like a pipe dream almost but I do believe in like some sort of the ability to own what you have like imagine if I had my character and I'm going um so this happened a lot when I was in the navy uh I I would go on deployment right and my character just sat there and rotted for like 6 months unless I like went into a port and like could get you know an an internet cafe like this is how old this shit is um to like log on and, and raid or do something right like what if i could like look like if i had an nft what if i could like loan my character out so not only is my character getting experience and all this shit but someone took my dude that at the time was very powerful and now he gets to play it and just kind of fuck off for like six months but meanwhile i also have now created a revenue stream for myself by loaning my character out and maybe it's only like 50 bucks a month but this person got to play at a high level without having to invest all this time and my character also continued to like maybe gain some marginal upgrades along the way. Whereas I don't know, like, I mean, obviously that same interface could probably be built, you know, like I said, in a centralized way with Blizzard, just kind of monopolizing it. But I think the ability to do something like that would be, you know, kind of quite interesting. Yeah, uh, uh, some cool concepts kind of reminds, uh us of Axie Infinity and how they had their scholarships and, uh, you know, <laughs> having an army of people playing the game to bring in some revenue. I think that was an interesting model at the time. 
Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like it, it's, it's what we're trying to achieve with crypto in general, right? Like self-custody of funds, self-custody of our data. And so like, I, I think when you, if you expand that to, you know, a game or something, it's not that we're saying like banks, well, banks are bad, but like banks are evil and we don't want to like keep our money there because we could, they could do some weird shit like the FTX stuff. It's the same thing with gaming, but you're right. At the end of the day, if like Blizzard goes bankrupt, cool, I have this NFT, but like, what the fuck good is it? Like, it's it's not any good if the servers are down and the company is, you know, bankrupt or, or gone. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But I'd argue it's the same thing in Web3. Like, I, there's like P2E games that like, you know, popped and, and pumped like mad. And then like, after the hype's over, like now it's a fucking ghost town and there's nothing to do in it. Like, yeah, someone could like revive it somehow because it is, you know, somewhat decentralized, but, um, you know, I think there would be significant investment for a lot of those things to like, you know, maybe regain their popularity that they had when, you know, things were pumping and everyone was spending hundreds of dollars for, you know, pixelated chickens and shit or whatever. Hey, man, who was talking about the chickens last time? Tank, it, it wasn't you, was it? It was someone else. I think they were like so. It was so book bullish. Of yeah, intern Joe, Joe's intern. Yeah, he was so bullish on those AVAX chickens. He was like, man, this is like the best gaming NFT ever. <laughs> well, he was saying he, he, he doesn't even own any anymore. He got into it early, had some fun, and then took some profit. But yeah, it's a cool concept. Yeah, there, there was this one on Polygon. It was called Polyfarm, and it was a free mint. And like, it was like you either minted like a chicken or you had like a 10% chance of getting a fox. And like this free mint game, like these these items were selling for like two fifty if it was a chicken, and like you know five six hundred dollars if it was a fucking fox. And it was just, it was bizarre to me. And I mean, I did really well on it, but then like you know, obviously things got crushed. And then like now the game is like there's still people playing it, there's still loyal people playing it, but it's definitely not as you know profitable. And I think there's got to be like a line, right? Like not every P two E game. Or not every game should be P2E, right? There, there shouldn't be some goal of like, oh, I'm going to do this and then just like this magic money is going to fucking appear in my wallet because I'm going to go sell this item that I really didn't do much for in the game. So I think they really needs they really need to like rethink that whole P2E aspect of like you know the Web3 gaming. I think is kind of inundated with like you know the whole oh it's a P2E game you're going to mint this and then you're going to fucking become rich off of, you know, these items that were just going to like magically appear in your wallet for doing X, Y, Z. Um, so I think that paradigm really needs to kind of like adjust uh, for for any Web3 games to be like successful, because otherwise they will just be a big pump and dump, right? Like get the random rare, rare NFT, flip it or sell it for a bit and then, you know, get the fuck out uh, is I think kind of the, you know, the 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 workflow as it stands right now for a lot of those games so yeah phil phil you you had a comment or you just came up to look pretty um maybe he's getting set up or he got rugged by twitter it's okay speaking of uh p2e's uh slinky uh, what's happening i guess i was uh i listened to the last uh, lavana spaces um you know the community's uh, building up their DAO, and it's kind of progressing, moving forward. Is, is there hope? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel, or I guess some semblance of you know uh, 
moving things, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> forward? Um, yeah, I think a lot of us are Americans, so we've kind of just like, you know, did a, did the Joe, we're going to have Thanksgiving and not go on discord and figure this out. But we have had mm, maybe 52 applicants come in that are sharing their skills and how they can contribute. I mean, I have no, I have like management skills and that's about it. So I don't even know if I'll really be involved maybe until later, but it appears we actually have a ton of talent and a ton of people who have a lot of experience in venture capitalism or venture capitalism. I can't talk VCs, uh, coding, blockchain, security. It's awesome. And it's kind of like, well, fuck, why didn't we just take this on ourselves <laughs> in the first place, you know? Um, but I do see light, but this is going to be a very long haul. And I actually hope we do have uh, about a year or more to figure this out. But, you know, it's going to be nothing like the vision of Lavana. It's going to be completely different. But I'm hearing a lot of people have messaged me and said that they're more supportive of Lavana knowing that it's now a DAO. So that's really positive to hear too. I had very anti Lavana people approach me. So yeah, I'm excited. We'll see. Yeah, I, I was sure there was some good talent, right? Because it was such a popular project and um I think everybody was super bullish on it too, uh back in the Terra days. So, you know, the people that invested the people that have funds to invest five thousand dollars in or or I, I think some invested like twenty fifty K into the project. Um I'm pretty sure, you know, these are people that are smart enough to have made that money, I hope. So they they probably have some sort of skill set that 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 can you know could be helpful for the DAO and the project. Yeah. You mentioned a lot of VC. You're talking about me. <laughs> I yeah, I was like fifty grand in. So I mean, the skills being nine to five, that might be one <laughs> working that job. But um, yeah, there's a lot of people that I had no, they're, Lovato is very anti-doc community. Like you'll never see them in spaces. It's very rare. Uh, most of them have maybe 10 to 20 followers on Twitter. Right. So there's a lot of undercover talent we're just figuring out. Um, so, I don't know. Again, positive. Feeling positive. How do you verify that talent, though? I mean, obviously, we're going to find out through the productivity of who drops off and who doesn't. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, there's going to be people who can't handle it and are emotional and have the adrenaline rush of being like, yeah, I want to be there. But, you know, Humans are humans. So I don't expect it to be perfect. If anything, I think it's going to be really difficult. But yeah, no, that's time. what I was, yeah, that's, that's all I was trying to get at. Like, I, I hope it pans out. I really do. And I just, I definitely think it's going to be very difficult uh, for all those reasons that you, you know, obviously explained already. Like, 
I don't know. That that's gonna be rough. But I'm I'm cross my fingers for everybody for sure. Cross my fingers and hope to die. No, but definitely don't do that in the second part. I definitely cross my fingers though. <laughs> I don't want to die. Fuck all that shit. No, but it's it's, it's a phrase though. No, I know, I know. I'm just j- <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I, I, again, like I've, I've been thinking about the Lavana thing, and the reason why I was asking, uh, is because because of that, like I, I actually know, uh, that a lot, like you were saying, a lot of people, you know, they don't have large followings, they don't like to dox themselves. It's pretty much, you know, kind of fly under the radar kind of thing with a lot of the uh, the previous supporters or current supporters, I should say. So I always, you know, I, I don't know, like I, I don't know, I, I'm very. Like when you say people have a lot of VC experience, like what the fuck does that mean? Because I have a lot of VC experience, but I don't at the same time. And I have a lot of money compared to a lot of other people, but I don't at the same time. I have a lot so of like, VC experience. When, what does what does that mean though? Like what what do you mean by VC experience? Yeah, my I, my I have a shit ton of VC uh experience as excellent liquidity for them. <laughs> Dude, you should. You should I got you should, the same experience. Your, uh, that should be your main goal. You want to be a VC, like you. You want to be a VC. I want to be a VC. I just don't get it. I, I I get what you mean, but I don't get it. I think we all have VC experience here for sure. Like it just like we interact with crypto. We 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 are exposed, and we have a lot of VC experience here. So we're talking to a specialist here for sure. <laughs> no, the, actually, the, the the so the question actually, I, I fucking love it. The, like I've actually been thinking that a long time now, especially with the Juno ecosystem and all these other little uh, funds that have been popped up. And like you know, you you hear these people spot out like, oh, they have exposure to VC or access, or they have exposure to VC experience or whatever it is, or management. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean exactly? Like what? What does that mean exactly? I feel you. I don't know what the hell that means, but all all I know is I got a good genuine laugh out of you. So my day's fucking made. <laughs> Go ahead, Slinky. Who's here first? Sheldon. I thought he was. Anyway, yeah, just really fast, um, because I have had lots of people make money off me and never fucking pay me anything. Um, I think there is a like there there is a um, sort of like secondary symptomatic venture capital experience that a lot of us are used to, like not just joking as exit liquidity, but like joking at, oh, hey, an asset like, you know, fell off the map because one of the key holders decided to, to exit, you know, at a weird moment. But um, in, in helping people make money that I didn't get to see uh, in 2017 and 2018, I was basically just doing their fucking jobs for them, which is programmatic review, which is analyzing KPIs, understanding how well somebody's planned. Like, I'm not saying that you didn't do this as a investor or a venture person, but like so many venture groups that I know right now have like a few nerds that they listen to, or they have like a really, you know, small evaluation process. The most successful VCs have a great evaluation process that's streamlined and efficient and they can afford it. And that isn't you know like hopium it is really really breaking down everything that comes out of marketing that comes out of promises where you're oh yeah you know we we have this product right now okay cool well how does this fit in the market what's your plan to actually get to that market 
you know, there's, there's, it's, I know I'm being a fucking like ultimate buzzkill to show up and just throw water on this, but like, dude, it's fucking frustrating as shit because everyone runs around decentralized VC. I'm like, okay, so you have a three person DAO and you guys hang out at your mom's house. Like, what the fuck? Why do you, dude, like, just, just make an evaluation process. Like, that's all it takes is just being detailed and being thoughtful. So I, I'll shut up. I'm working. I don't mean to interrupt y'all, but like, that needed to go on for the culture because like there i'm not saying there's bad vcs in cosmos there's a lot of great vcs in cosmos but as new capital comes into crypto in general they are going to be you know more difficult and rightly so because there's a level of transparency that the industry has but there's a level of fucking obfuscation from stupidity that's become normal here so i had i had to say something for that because y'all know what i'm talking about <laughs> I know, I, I love actually, it. Hi, Reverie. I was actually just talking about this, you know. Um, like, I was talking to a new investor the other day, and he's like, I just came to crypto, and I'm, and he doesn't even know he's talking to, like, a veteran. Like, he's he's talking about, the, he's talking to the top-notch veteran right here. Um, <laughs> um, but, dang, I was like, well, there are lots of, like, new people coming in. You know, there's like ways of people come there be ways of people coming into crypto now. Go ahead, you're, you're rugging. Yeah, you're rugging. Did you guys have problems with spaces earlier today? I, I've had a fuckload of problems today. Elon's not paying the bills, man. We all know it. It's okay. God dang microservices. Too bad Elon didn't take um Sam Bankman's offer. That's like, that's why, that's why we're suffering right now. Dude, this is the real shady. joke. Dude, there's something shady about seeing Bankman Freed, and and I just don't know the flow of it yet. But I know there's something shady about him. He's I, not I, telling. He's not telling the whole story. He's there's there's, the yeah. I, he just seems shady. But like, I I, I'm down. I want to donate to his cause for sure. Right. What? There's a there's a GoFundMe for SBF. <laughs> Why would you do that? Man? That would be crazy. I wonder how much that would. Uh, it's like, oh no no, I should make a GoFundMe for SBF and say, this is a GoFundMe for SBF for myself. Like, I'm not gonna actually give it to him. Just like, you know, he didn't. In like. Like pull an SBF for for an SBF GoFundMe, you know what I mean. <laughs> they were really bad about that for a while. There's people who got rugged on there for sure. And I was kind of, I was I, honestly, I was kind of a little pissed, but I was like, nah, this needs to happen. It was good that this happened. This this needs to happen. It, did Levana have any funds on on FTX? Because it seems like that was like a big catalyst for you know this whole thing. Do you know Slinky? Nope. No, they didn't. Who were who you asking had funds there? Who? Lavana. Uh, Lavana. I'm an idiot. I guess I don't know what Lavana is. I guess it seems important. Are, yeah. Like, it, two idiots here. NFT project. I would, Gabe, if you were there to see the whole unfolding you would just probably be crying on the floor laughing <laughs> it was so ridiculous what happened basically jonathan had choice words of saying 
one day out of the blue that our NFTs are worthless. <laughs> like just posted it on Discord and we all freaked out. Dude, I don't care. I'm going to hold this NFT and if, if it becomes valuable in the future, I good for me. But if it doesn't, then... Yeah, well, I only lost 30 bucks. Who cares? Who cares about 30 bucks? All right? No one cares about 30 bucks. Seriously. Yeah, some put a little more money than that. Yeah, some people did actually. I mean, I don't, I don't even care about I don't even care about 100 bucks. I've got a uh, alternate story for you if you want to really fuck with GoFundMe because this could be fun. Um, you know how people try to get their assets off of FTX as an NFT? Why don't you run that GoFundMe campaign and then NFT the shit? You can fractionalize it and make double your money really Dude, easily. When I, okay, so when I when I go um, investing in something, right? I don't take out. It's like when you go when you go and sow a uh, some seed in the field, right? When you're when you're farming some like stuff, right? You, do you go into and you take like the seed out and just completely take off the plant? No, you don't, because then that plant will never grow. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna fucking manage my risk, and if I'm putting in you know, like a 50, 30, 20, which is a, a sloppy, fast buy strategy, in my opinion, then that means that I probably want my 50 back pretty quickly if I can get it and then let the rest run. I mean, I'm a shit trader, so don't listen to me, but I'm a risk manager. Granted, granted, you can save money by using that fear, greed scale, right? Take your money out before this, this thing goes to zero, right? But if you're always using that fear-greed scale, guys, okay, if you're always using that fear-greed scale, it's not going to do well for you in the, in the long run, all right? It's, that fear-greed thing is going is gonna, is gonna to take money from you. So you're, you're not going to make a good amount of money. You know, it's, it's not going to happen. Just, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, if your scale is at fear-greed, fear Right. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. Wait a minute. What? What do you? What, what? But that's to me. See, I think that's that's subjective to each individual investor's definition of what they're doing. Because to me, investing is that it's a slow and steady road, like you said, with the plant and the, and the seed and all this other stuff. Like, I'm not like it doesn't matter to me like how much, like, I don't know. I, investing is a time in kind of thing for me. So if I can risk manage myself. Uh, and take that initial, you know, out and then let the rest grow over time. Like that's what an investment is. It doesn't matter. Well, for you would invest, right? So you would invest in something because um, it's just going to make profit for you sometime in the future. No, I, yeah, right. no, no, that's exactly why I'm investing. Why the fuck would I not invest into something if it's not potentially going to make me profit? Well, no, because you invest in something because you like you like the project. You like Bryce, because Bryce. it's a financial, but it's, and, it's an invest. It's but when you spend money, it's an it's a financial investment. I'm not investing into something socially or like mm. emotionally or something like that. That's totally different. Like when you spend Tank. money, that's financial. Tank. Tank. No, hear Bryce. me. Out, <laughs> no, I do emotional Everyone investing. Don't listen to me. Second. 
Shut up. Hear me out. When you invest. No, shut the fuck up and stop wasting our time. We need to. We need to. We don't need to repeat points. What's your point again? Yeah. No, you literally waste everyone's time every time you come on here. Go, go, go away. (laughs) Me? Oh, wow. Fine. Who, me? Yes, you. Every time. I'm so. Everyone's over it. You just repeat the same thing over. You're on your edibles. You're stuck in the middle of the country, wishing you yeah. had Katie Toothpaste text you. Oh, you know. That was very specific. Yeah, Rise, I just <laughs> met you. Fuck off. Fuck off, Rise. <laughs> it's time for me to go. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I just, <laughs> I just, that's all I, that's the vibe. I mean, I can't, I can't explain my position. What position are you in right now? Uh, I don't know. How you doing? I'm not sure you good, good. I just wanted to say hi. Hey, how's your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. Made, made a bunch of turkey. I actually ended up cooking everything because my sister-in-law forgot that she was going to bring anything or that she had agreed to bring anything. So that was cool, <laughs> but it was fun. I enjoyed my um, my time with the family and stuff. B bands, B bands. Yes, we are connected. What's up, Joanna? Like hey, jo- 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 Joanna, B bands. Joanna, we are connected. B bands. Okay. So how was um everyone else's Thanksgiving, Miss Linky? Um, everyone, I didn't get to chat with everybody. I was trying to make sure that I behaved myself and didn't go in spaces. Behave, oh behave! When did Austin Powers get here? I've lost my mojo. <laughs> God, I haven't heard this shit so ever. So Someone was in here quoting Austin Powers like an hour ago. I swear. I was like, what the fuck? I don't bees. I didn't I didn't even get to see any of my Thanksgiving. I literally slept through the whole thing. I was kind of upset about it. It's the first year I haven't watched even like a sliver of the Thanksgiving Day parade. It's been like a thing for years for me to at least attempt to watch it, but I haven't I didn't get to watch it at all. Oh, that sucks. I know you were saying you were sick. You were you were the flu or something? Yo, Rise actually left. I was joking, Rise. Yeah, bees. I got, I got like a stomach bug or something like that. So I'm better now, though. I'm feel that's better. Good. That, that's good. So did you get some good leftovers at least? I did. I did today. They saved me a little bit, but I was nervous eating it because you know that you know when you're getting over a stomach bug and you're like just getting to eat food you're like oh my gosh hope this doesn't go south literally hope this doesn't go south on me so listen i know that sounds weird but if i have a stomach bug or whatever i keep eating anyway because i don't like dry heaving i would prefer having something to throw up wait well, just because <laughs> just because you have a stomach that bug doesn't mean that you're gonna throw up i mean i mean like you that i mean i i consider that like being like sick sick but yeah, like dry heaving sucks ass. I'll like drink Gatorade just so that I can taste it double. 
And I know that sounds gross as hell, but I'm like, no, it hurts so bad dry heaving. I'd rather have like, I'd rather have Gatorade come back up. No joke. You could could say that's gross, but I I don't care. Yeah, just don't eat like noodles or anything because that's not great. Oh, noodles. (laughs) I, I love it when you have like residue when it's done pumping coming out of your nose. Love it. No, dude. <laughs> so gross. Uh, you know what I do? I don't do Gatorade. I do the, uh, you go to Costco and you get that. I think it's actually everywhere. It's not just Costco. We get that liquid IV stuff. That stuff is, is magic. It's magic powder. Is it, does it taste good coming back up? Does it, it's like, I do the Gatorade because it just doesn't burn my esophagus when it, it comes back up. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Everything's bad, but it's just not bad. It's definitely so better like, than noodles. It's, it's like soothing to come back up with stomach acid, right? Right? Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a soothing throw up, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're kind of pushing. Lemon lime Gatorade. I mean, I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't had heaving throw up since I got a tonsillectomy, so I'm pretty good. But like the thing <laughs> is, like I got a tonsillectomy a few years ago. I was adulthood. I swear that shit was making me sick. I used to get sick like yearly annually basis sick if you if you had to make a bet that i was going to get sick every year i mean you you would have been bad in a hundred but ever since that i've just been like i've been good I haven't had any throw-ups nothing the only last the last time i upchucked just a little bit is only because i was taking creatine powder and it went down the wrong pipe and my body freaked out so i just like i just like choked and but I've been pretty good. Everything, not not get, no stomach flu, no sickness, and like for the past few years, tonsils are. I don't know why. Like why why did God create tonsils? Literally to capture stuff to like create mold in the back of our throat that creates these crystallized pieces of shit that is like effing gross. Like God created all things for a purpose. Like what what is that purpose? What the I don't hell? Know. I don't know, man, but I know that I miss my gallbladder a whole lot. I wish I yeah, didn't well, have, to have that gobl- removed. <laughs> gallbladder is like, that's an intense surgery. It creates bile, which is a mixture that helps digest um, that things that are water, not non-water and water-soluble. So that gallbladder, people didn't think it had a purpose, but it actually has a huge purpose for um digesting your dietary reasons like but the tonsillectomy like i mean your tonsils like its reason is to i i got sick every year now i don't get sick at all maybe maybe am i getting sick internally now like am i capturing those crystals in my body but yeah like like, (laughs) oh my gosh i'm capturing these crystals in my body (laughs) right I, i don't know but like but a gallbladder, yeah, no, that, hey, let alone, even if it didn't serve a purpose, getting a surgery and having your stomach open for a moment, like, that sucks ass. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Like, I'm kind of worried because my mom had hers removed. So, I'm um, like, what did it feel like before you got that removed? Were you just, like, really sick or what happened? How did that feel? Um, I couldn't. Uh, I was actually pregnant. I couldn't eat anything. And um, it was... I couldn't eat anything, like, let alone, I think I could eat a little bit of crackers and, and drink a little bit of water. Fruit, some fruit and egg whites I could eat. Um, but you got to remove while you were pregnant? Yeah, because it was either that or I was not going to go. It was, <laughs> we took a chance. We both made it. <laughs> wow. So, um, but yeah, so it was bad. But when they took it out, um, 
I felt, you know, uh, I, I couldn't eat right. I had to figure out what I could and couldn't eat. So your mom's going to have to figure out, you know, how she, oh, what she, she can digest. She did that years ago. She's oh, yeah, then, old. Yeah. She's yeah, grandma. Yeah, no, I did that already. Went through the whole thing. So I figure out, you know, what's easy, like what I can have and can I have. And, no worries. She eats anything she wants now. I mean. <laughs> no, I can't eat anything I, I want, though. I mean, doesn't mean, doesn't mean she should, <laughs> but she does. Yeah, I was real good this morning. I know I'm changing the subject real quick. This morning, woke up. I did my news and stuff. I was setting some goals, writing my stuff down because I wanted to make sure that I had time <laughs> to be on spaces. <laughs> I got to get my homework done so I can hang out my friends. Bro, I don't even know. Why am I in spaces? Why am I here? Why do I do this? I like. Maybe this is the last time you'll see me in spaces because I'm like not even knowing the purpose. Like maybe I'll come to them and, and, but like I think of listening, I don't know. What do I contribute? I mean, Tender Joe here, he, he's got, he's got everything. He's got like the mass, like he has the best contribution of all contributions that can any, that any contribution could ever contribute. So but like he didn't contribute it. He didn't do it himself. That's why you're here. It happened with everybody oh well yeah but he's got a following no one's gonna follow me down a rabbit hole like no one like what no one's gonna follow me nowhere i mean what like what am i doing i just followed you let's go down rabbit holes what are we doing uh bro now that's the thing i gotta find a fucking rabbit hole <laughs> like you just <laughs> gotta find a rabbit hole start yeah where you want to go let's go i'm like oh shit dude okay okay all right, let me let me figure this out. <laughs> no, you know you know why I like. I, gosh, well, I'm not doing it now, but usually I love spaces because they're. I'm one of those people like I need a time filler. Like I can work while other things are happening. In the like, if I'm just working and it's just me, I will go nuts and not work. I'm just one of those people. I need to have like five other things happening, and I just love hearing conversations while I work. And plus, well, I think fact, it's super like, productive. I have to. Uh, for my work, I have a business partner, and I like. I don't know how it's like my business partner is like a hundred percent everything because sometimes it's what I have to get done and he'll just be talking to me. Like he'll just be on a call with me and he's like, Hey, get this done. And he'll just like sit on the phone with me until I get it done. It's like, it seems like a micromanager. Like, <laughs> You're the slacker. <laughs> bro, like the facts though. Like I'm, but it's just like, sometimes it's just monotonous busy work and sometimes it's like it's just it can be monotonous doing some stuff man but at the same time like it's freeing and fun to do new things but it just can be stressful as like hey this, these these accounts need to be moved here and this needs to be double checked and this needs to be audited and it was like at the end of the day when you're running your own shit you're running your own show you're like you're you're doing everything like hey this this over here needs to be edit. This has to have an edit. This person needs to be contacted. This needs to be, and it's just like, it's. Oh, I get it, dude. I get it. I have several businesses, man. I I fucking get it. It's a lot. I think I think spaces is like the new office space. Obviously, with you know people working from home now and stuff like that. Like it is. The it's a way to cooler. make me feel like I'm still in my like at a cubicle or air like or an office space. You know, I get that interaction and shit like that. Like other people are working. Like I know I know. Like Timmy's been quiet this whole damn time. I know Sheldon's been quiet this whole damn time, but I'm sure they're working. So it makes me feel like I should be working too. But they're here. Like, oh, I, I'm definitely not working right now. 
Like, such a slacker, bro. Like, also, literally the day after. Thanks. I got on stage and I lost focus. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. There's literally like, there's literally nothing for me to do today, though. Well, okay, fine. Fuck it. There, yeah, like shells. There is something for me to do, but I. It's just not. There's nothing time pressing for me right now. There's nothing. Like, it's. It it it's actually nice to get a break. I've been grinding and working my ass off for like almost a full effing year and i'm just like well i'm just like i'm not saying i earned it it's just like i have a everything's aligned for me to not have to like be ahead of schedule like i'm ahead of schedule so uh, evidently things are going to become pressing again for me um next week and the week after but i'm just like damn i'm going to enjoy this time while i can just to relax play some video games i haven't played video games in like for freaking ever and what was the last video game you played oh dude i play i play call of duty mobile like religiously like when i do get to mobile games i think i played that last final fantasy not the not the um not the online one what was that the last final fantasy that was like the, the normal one fucking god knows they've been like 15 or 14 of them uh but yeah that was the last one i played it was pretty good bro i want to i want to stream um call of duty mobile because i play claw i play with like both of all my digit almost all my digits of both hands if you stream you got to stream in a hot tub in a bikini that's the only way it works bro you get viewers oh gosh letting you know right now i'm a streamer and i'm highly considering it for the cosmos ecosystem i'll do charting in my hot tub in a very uh, European, whatever it's speedo or something. Please make an, make an announcement. I will be there. <laughs> um, I, I will be attending this, regardless of any pre-existing commitments. This is I, the I write overall names on my body commitment. for subscriptions as well. Like a bunch of names will go on my body. Oh, facts! Like if I need to uh, su- subscribe elsewhere to get, you know. I I go by a different name. I go by uh, Mr. Bob on YouTube. But, uh, like, you won't know it's Gabe, but, like, you'll get a Mr. Bob. Bro, I'm subscribed to you. I'm just to kidding. Me, to me? No, I don't. On, I don't have, I don't have any, any, I don't do anything on YouTube. <laughs> so I, I already know that's like a lie right off the bat i'm like someone subscribed to me I'm like i don't have any fucking subscribers what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there probably is a mr bob though somewhere out there in the world oh uh, like how many mr bobs are there yeah yeah i'm oh yeah he's like i'm subscribed like i'm subscribed to a mr bob it's like well, that that one ain't me i did that one because uh back in the day in college i changed my name because uh i, I was straight up trying to cheat on an exam and i didn't want to get caught so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> streaming is streaming is very very interesting. I used to I, I do my live streams on Twitch and then I do like every once in a while pre-recorded videos for YouTube and stuff like that. But before that, on my spare time, because I used to be uh, a semi-professional competitive uh, bodybuilder and powerlifter, I would just stream my uh, workouts on Twitch. And I'll tell you right now, like it's really hard being a guy uh, and streaming stuff, especially workouts and stuff like oh. that. But oh, I, that I do. I, if you can get it down. I'm telling you right now, I used to make about $5,000 to $6,000 just in subscriptions alone streaming my workouts. Like that's, 
it, it, before I could put up clips and you could see like I used to have a whiteboard. Wait, how, well, how you're making it like five to six grand a month? Yeah, just streaming streaming my uh my workouts, man. Uh, what were you streaming on? Twitch. Bro, the thing is, is I gotta get like followers. Well, oh, oh yeah, I mean it's yeah, a grind. I don't but... need I don't need to gain. I I want to like gain like a thousand fault like thousand followers on tiktok because they have it so you can stream games on tiktok now that's where i want to stream gaming but they take like half your revenue so your five or six would six grand would turn to three there so yeah well you gotta go like you gotta go to a place like twitch definitely over the past years definitely well they've been sucking for a long time but like the whole reason you go over there is because everybody has a prime account right like an amazon prime account if you have that you can attach it to your Twitch account, sub to anybody that you support absolutely free. They take half of that or I think even more now, but still it's a way for you to gain uh, support from your subscribers without asking them for anything out of their pocket. And so like that was one of the big reasons why I went over there. And plus they also have a great way to interact with your community. So you can do like all kinds of emotes and all this other stuff to show people love and all that other stuff. Uh, but then you could also do like uh, your donations. If you connect your PayPal or like whatever you have, directly to your account, like people could just, not a lot of people do it, but they donate to you and then you get to keep, you know, 100% of that. You got to pay your taxes, obviously, but there's so many different ways to get uh, for monetization uh, that are better than, YouTube sucks, dude. YouTube absolutely sucks, but like Twitch right now is the best place that they have, I think, right now, by far, compared to anything else, so. But yeah, man, like, if you're going to stream, I'd go there. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I I have a bunch of um I have all the equipment. Um I'm you know, it's Thanksgiving visiting family. That's why I'm saying it's so relaxing, just like <laughs> nice to be at my parents' place for like just to relax. They make all the food. I'm like, hey, let me help clean up and I go back to where I, and I'm like, I have all my stuff here at my parents' place that I left for streaming and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pack all this stuff up and I'm gonna go home with this and I'm gonna plug it all in. But problem is, is like you can stream on a platform, but you have no followers. You can stream some good content, but no one's gonna come. It's it's the hardest thing about streaming is treating it like a fucking job. Like you need to treat it like a like a news channel, like a like a regular broadcast channel. You need to be live at a certain like Monday through Friday. I do my things nine fifteen Central Standard Time all the time. Don't look at the numbers, talk to the damn camera like there's a million people there and just do your thing always eventually the the people start coming if you're putting out content that people want to watch you're entertaining you're engaging like people will come like you know just depends on what you're streaming if you're informative you're engaging or if you're a fucking pro player and all that stuff i'll I'll, I'll try it because i i've played i played like i'm i play the pro players in what i do so i i interact and play with the pro players yeah then they'll come and, uh, and uh i like I beat I've beaten the streamers in like they have ha- almost half a million subscribers and I've beaten them. I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy to beat them. <laughs> it's I mean like 25% of the time when I go up against them, I would beat them and it depends who I'm with and it's a grind, but the fact that you even get a, one dub over them when they're like they're good. Like they're their 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 anticipation on your action before you even do it is it's insane you're you're dead 
you're like, you're, yeah, yeah, I'm, dead, I'm dead before I pop that corner. Yeah, but like for, for, as far as like streaming goes, and it kind of goes for like, it's interesting, right? Like for marketing, like it's all marked to me. I get interested about marketing and stuff like that. Like streaming to me, I don't know. It's more, it's more than this like, oh, I'm on camera and stuff like that. Like to get out there and to gain a following, again, it's about consistency. And then if you beat people, like say you're a good gamer, like you're saying, right? You need to clip that, put it out there on your TikTok, put it out there on your Instagram, like putting all those like impressions out there each and every day, letting people know that you're beating people. Like it's, it's super hard to be a marketer, to be a content creator. Like it's much more than just put, turning on your camera and fucking doing your shit. Like, I don't know. I'd say if you're going to do it, man, make sure you have time to do it. It sounds like you're already busy, but it is fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been, I, I haven't, cause I play it for, I'd like the first and foremost, I do it because I enjoy it by myself and, uh, I'm going to do it regardless if i stream it you know because i i i just enjoy it personally it's so much fun but i i have been like so busy and i'm like i'm thinking and hoping some time would free up or i or i don't even know free up or i just like have my schedule figured out so that i can get it going but um i i'm i'm known within the community itself like i have a reputation (laughs) but even if you have a reputation amongst the the OGs in the area and things like that doesn't mean you have a, a following because some people who have followings is like they're not even good at the game sometimes it's like they're not even good but they're just interesting to hear when yeah they they're talk. just engaging they, they yeah. yeah they're engaging yeah and so I'm like that's the thing is I'm like I think I could be I I like this sorry some telemarketer freaking called me um I <laughs> I got a I got um in in a game and and my friends always tell me all the time but back in the day um I don't think I can do it anymore but I was actually known for being the screamer <laughs> this was like 3 years ago Are you a rage streamer? So, but no I was a rage gamer like I was I was top <laughs> we were, I was a top I was in the top 200 and I would scream the loud of my like as loud of my lungs could possibly scream when my teammates wouldn't do like I'm like what I love. I would literally like that's literally what I would say. I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? This is not that fucking hard. And I would scream it as loud as I possibly could on a daily basis. And some people would play with me because they loved it. Others would not play with me um, because like and but like I would play against the other players and I would lose a round, not the game, but I would lose a round and they would message and they're like, because my name's Lala on there. And they're like, I bet Lala's screaming in your ears right now, isn't he? And if someone didn't like it, they're like, yeah, he is. And then, like, I had, my reputation was so big, everyone knew the other enemy team who can't even hear me. Some of them would message me like, I can just hear him screaming right now. But I, I, Gabe, I, Gabe, I have to ask you. I have to ask you. I don't mean, I mean, to oh, cut you off, though. I, I have to ask you. Uh, you sound like a very interesting character. What do you, what are you invested in? What do you find? like interesting in the cosmos ecosystem oh stargaze so like i just don't understand how you're like into an N- you're an nft guy i i love nfts but i just don't understand how stargaze is so effing undervalued when they seem to be doing everything right that everyone's doing wrong like i just think the way they're I... the... No, I, I, the reason why i'm asking it I, I love so like for me one of the things that i really love 
about what I do uh, and what I've really been trying to focus on a lot more with my content, especially on YouTube, um, is I like to, like just hearing people's stories and who they are and like, you know, trying to figure out like what what got them into the Cosmos ecosystem. Because I'm trying to figure out how to, we were talking about this earlier, uh, like how to be on board new people, how to be attract the regular average Joe into the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah, there's a lot of technical things that we need to get, you know, past, like making it a lot more easier to, you know, uh, or minimize the steps to to get to some of these platforms and ecosystem. But I'm trying to figure out the people. And it's just like, as I'm listening to you, I was trying to figure it out. Like, I wonder what he likes. Like, what is, is he a DeFi guy? Does he like, you know, NFTs? Like, what was, that's why I want to ask you. Uh, but does anybody else, like, while you are listening to individuals like Gabe, think of the same things, like when you're listening to their stories, like, I wonder what, like motivates this person or how, how did you find yourself, Gabe, coming into the Cosmos ecosystem? Like, how did you first get here? Well, first off, is this space recorded? Because I, I am not. If <laughs> is it recorded? I love that everybody asks this. Is this recorded? <laughs> I think it is. A yeah. Terra space is here. I, I'm not going to share. But will anyone listen to the recording? Unlikely. All right. Well, yeah. fuck it. All right. I... <laughs> No one, no one listened to the recording. All right. <clears throat> I made like. Wait, wait, wait. What's Don? Is Don here? Tell CNN and the FBI to go away. Yeah. So I made a video on TikTok about Cat Girl back in the day. I have like 50,000 followers on, on, on TikTok about and about crypto. And uh, I was pretty early on it. And I was like, I was up like four million plus dollars during the bull market, and like someone convinced me osmosis was it, and I got in at the top of the market on osmosis. So I feel pretty fucking rugged by like osmosis, and I've like lost so much fucking money. Like I, I ain't even got. That. Wait, you feel rugged on osmosis, or do you feel rugged? I, I don't. I don't. It's, it's it's good. It's like hear me out. It's good. Uh, just, just let me share my story if you want to hear it. Damn it. <laughs> like okay, okay, fair enough. Go ahead. <laughs> like. Emotion doesn't matter. If I bring up an emotional thing, there doesn't need to be logic behind it. Like, I'm just saying, I felt I was like, fuck. So I'm sitting here and I was like, fuck this. And I was over and uh, I was making money in uh, Solana and those NFTs. And then they fucking, they fucking took away, um, they took away uh, royalties from the creators. And that really like ruined it and it ruined it more. And then they had shady shit, shady shit. And I left them before this whole FTX caboggle and I was like, this is ruined. And then um, just kind of like set me in this position I'm at and seeing stargaze and they were, they were doing things that they were doing, they're doing things right. That other uh, marketplaces ended up losing their creators for and, and how they have the protocol and how it's beneficial and just how everything's set up. So I just see them doing everything right. And I've like been able to like, I've been in, I've jumped around, done a lot. And like the reason why I'm here is where I was sitting. So like my entry into this space is going to be very unique and unlike anyone else's entry. But I have a lot of experience with um, seeing how the market is, how it flows, ebb and flows in my interactions in different locations and an angle. And I just see Stargaze as like the people's NFT chain and venture capitalists aren't going to be able to really like um take advantage of this so as as joe chain interacts with it like i'm sitting here talking about how i'm really for how 
I spoke with the creator of Demon Invasion and I see how he's failed and done this stuff, but it's like people see how it's interconnected. On Joe Chain is going to onboard people and bring people into that space and it can bring more value there. And it's like people coming into the space, people being interactive, be, people being able to also vote on Chain and other things like that. Like the thing is too is when they vote, it's like the illusion of choice that you're given options when you're voting. But because at the, at the end of the day, the community doesn't always know exactly what's best for the project bringing a value because a community can ruin a project in and of itself too. And Stargaze has, uh, it's like checks and balance way, has creators that are going to stay and continue to develop because it has royalties. I thought royalties were a scam at first because they were so high, but now I can see why you want them because you got to support your creators. And so anyways, I just, I just see Stargaze in the right spot. There's a lot there, but that's how I got there, how I got here. And, um, I still like super bullish on osmosis, just like just got in at the wrong time. You know, that's all that's like, uh, it's, it's nice to actually like make money on something I believe in that I can hold for a lot longer period of time, even if it goes down. Um, Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I appreciate you telling the story. Yeah, I, I find that this. So you're a TikTok guy, got into bit, uh, crypto. I don't know if it's Bitcoin. I'm assuming Bitcoin, Ethereum. Early, we're making a bunch of stuff on TikTok. Some one of your buddies told you about Osmosis. You got into to Cosmos through Osmosis. I'm assuming you had Adam and then you brought it over to Osmosis, obviously, like everybody else, right? And then I you find your way to start it. I acquired it and then moved it to here. Yeah. Interesting. That's, man, I appreciate the story. Yeah, I mean, people don't like go into their detail stuff, but um, yeah, I was started. I made like money on Ion and everything, and I was like, dang, this is stuff. But I mean, like in the bull run, everyone was making money. It's not like it didn't take a genius IQ to make money in the bull run. <laughs> like, but I, I, I just like there's just a lot of stuff I don't believe in during the bull run. In the bear market, I can see a lot of stuff I I believe in more, and uh, so I just. Yeah, like these, these communities are good. There's a lot of authenticity here in this community, let alone like, like I, I just see like Tender Joe. I see Red Gang. Like, just, just I shit think Red Gang's building a birdhouse in the background over there. I can hear it, but oh like, snap! Sorry, being, guys. <laughs> being in the spaces of, um, being in the spaces on Solana, and the NFT market there, and then coming over to here the the difference is like night and day like the they you they just don't allow people to speak and they don't allow people to come up and say anything unless they have like a certain amount of following or it's like they're just really they're really controlled about what's being said what's being done and i hated how d gods announced they were doing zero percent royalties before magic eden did there was like backdoor meetings going on there I I think I, I just won't ever touch a D god because the community is, is is fucking bullshit. Like I don't like I see through the bullshit and the bullshit I I saw the bullshit as it was going to the fan and I couldn't really figure out I'm like this thing's gonna fail, it's gonna go down. I literally made a video saying Solana's dead at thirty dollars. And I got so much hate for it. I was like, it's dead. And then FTX happened. 
And then they're like, I was like, well, I, I put a short in for Solana too. It just didn't short. And I sold the short too early because I was like, this thing needs to start fucking start shorting already because I don't understand. I, I didn't understand the price of fucking Solana at $30. It didn't, it doesn't, it didn't deserve to be at fucking $30, but people, people's emotion and the delay of reaction is just like ridiculous in the market. Sometimes you'll get bad news and then it sells a week later from the bad news. I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I, I did, I did want to ask an, uh, a follow up question. Uh, do you guys, and I guess it's not just for you, Gabe, but everybody else, do you guys find, cause I think we talk about this a lot to me, right. And, and, and shrewd and everybody else, like as far as running spaces and trying to be engaging with the other communities and spaces, I, I Cosmos, like Joe, speaking of Joe, like Joe, the real original Joe does a lot of Cardano engagement. He's actually like actively, you know, jumping in there. And I've, I've really taken a page out of his book and told myself, you know, to get more people coming into Cosmos, like we need to stop just hosting Cosmos spaces and jump into other conversations that are happening in other spaces and in other ecosystems. But I got to agree with you. I, I find for myself that there's not a lot of community there. And I, I think like it's a facade when people say like, oh, like, you know, Ada has a solid community where it's like uh, a community. I kind of feel like your voice matters in a community. And I just don't feel like in Solana or Cardano or you know, maybe a little bit AVAX is a little different, but uh, I just don't feel like there's really that actual community thing going on. And so I think it's really interesting that I've been, and I could be biased because, you know, I'm obviously very engaged and, and committed to the Cosmos ecosystem, but I, I, I see more and more people coming to the Cosmos ecosystem for those reasons. And for like, do you, it sounds like you found uh, a little bit more of an acceptance when it comes to the community level here. Am I right about that? I want I'm, naysayers to have a voice. I want people who disagree with me to be heard. I want to, I want to see creators face opposition and not fucking capitulate with emotion. I, I'm okay with me and them and everyone being emotional. I just want to see a random person with 10 followers who's here not for harvesting engagement, but here because he believes in something to come up on stage and say, I, I'm worried about something I'm seeing. I want answers to it. And they don't need to give a hundred percent a right answer. I just want them to have a fucking voice because they can have something different to say. Like I just, the, the echo chamber, everything I want like people to come in here. And if they want to talk about Shiba Inu for whatever damn reason, like, sure. Is it important? Like, let's hear it. Like, and we'll hear it out. What's this going down? Okay. And then they at least said their point. And then we could say, we don't care about your point. Like, I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, there's so much, there's so much productivity. There's so much construction and destruction. And I just feel like, FTX, the gods, the corruption was being constructed so high. They constructed such a high tower that they controlled that it uh, it collapsed. And even in this collapse right here, they're saying there's so much that is being removed from the market of bad. And I was like, there's still like there's still going to be bad characters that are going to continue no matter what. But like we can at least 
we should continue to have a destructive mannerism um, in uh, in in crypto as we continue to go forward, and not a destructive mannerism of like I hate this. This is stupid. This is dumb. It's like no. What are you doing with this? Answer, like answer to your community. Answer to uh, questions in the project. And like the the D gods was trying to swipe things under the rug for so long, and uh, um, they were you know they were found out. They they they're pushed to the situation where they have to answer. Like answer while answer while things are good. Like I don't I don't think I have an answer either. But I just all I'm saying is it's just weird weird. It's it's extremely transparent, and I I don't know if anyone can relate of the 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 community of here versus there just just a complete shit show and here you can just say whatever the fuck you want to say and i can come up on stage and, and anyone down in the audience when you come into these cosmos places can come up on stage like someone who feels like a nobody can be a somebody here and fulfill whatever they want uh, so uh, i don't know like it's just it's just good to see. It's like, it's a relief to see. And, uh, I, I had to find out through, through experience that this is more authentic than, than there. I, I think you do know, and I've had my um, hand raised up in like high five format for a while because I also work in an app chain ecosystem. And like, this is the biggest difference. I described it to somebody uh, not long ago where you have this like need to be the foundation, to be the cool people on the L1, to be the people with the most followers. Cosmos is the fucking opposite of that because it's just not necessary. It's not productive. It, it makes much more sense to have 10,000 groups of 200 person communities than trying to build a single blockchain that hosts 2 million people. It's just, it's, it's just straight math that when governance is involved, everything does at some level bottleneck to conversation and bottlenecks to human capabilities. So I just had to double down because I've been like dying to high five you the whole time. Like, dude, it is different here. Like I'm active in Polkadot. I'm active in lots of other ecosystems that may not be, you know, monolithic L1s. The less monolithic they are, the better the, the conversation is. Like Polkadot's better about this, but not as good as Cosmos. Polkadot only has a handful of these entities. Cosmos has what? 100 participants? 150 now? I forget. Like it, it is better here, genuinely. Yeah, it's just it's not pumping because because we don't have the VCs um inorganically pumping it. Like doing fake engagement to get organic engagement so that they can use us as exit liquidity. Um like I mean I, don't, I, I just I wanna I just wanna bring up again, if you look at like I'm not worried about pumping. If you look at the bit uh, I'm sorry, the Adam to Bitcoin chart, the Adam to ETH chart. Versus all the other big names, the uh, the Solana, the Bitcoin, the Cardano, the Bitcoin, uh, Avex again, a little different, looks a little bit better, but look at all of those. Like it's doing great. Uh, uh, Rec Gang, I'm sorry, I see you hands up. I don't know why you're the host, my friend. Uh, I'm being a polite Canadian here, but go ahead, Tank, finish your thoughts. <laughs> no, go go ahead, buddy, go ahead. No, I just wanted to agree with Gabe that um, it's really easy to come up to spaces and voice your thoughts in the cosmos and everybody 
I feel gets listened. Um, you know, it, compared to on Soul, where they have that monopoly of thought, right? If you say something that's against the wills of uh, Frank or or some of those massive influencers on Solana, you're you're just buried, right? You you don't get that freedom of speech. Well, you do, but. You just, you know, you don't get that opportunity to come on spaces. And if you post a tweet, it just, you know, goes south and there's no engagement to it compared to how much engagement the leaders get from all the rest of the community. So I feel like they have that, uh, I don't want to call it cheap mentality, but it almost feels like that, right? um, I don't remember who was saying this on spaces last time that it's good that we have all this drama in Cosmos or whatever you want to call it, it just means people are kind of questioning uh, the status quo and also kind of everybody's uh, challenging everyone's ideas, which, which ultimately isn't such a bad thing compared to something where on Soul, where you got like one train of thought and that's the way we do it. And if you don't agree, then, you know, you just shut up and <laughs> you're not right. Right. So um, this is the beauty of cosmos is everybody can talk everybody can create their own chain and um i too think you know sometimes it creates some drama because people have deferring opinions but maybe that's healthy in the in the long run right for for building it out maybe it's healthier to talk about it than just to listen to one leader and have them drive the ship yeah i've always said and i think that go go ahead john no, I, I just had to say, like you're saying, maybe I'm saying 100% certain, even if you have, you know, some level of bad actors or some level of dumb in the room, you're still going to come out with a better overall perspective if you've got a handful of people giving a shit instead of maybe one person giving a shit or, or one person being responsible. So, sorry, just really quick. Agree. Big agree. No, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think I'm just going to say it a little bit differently, uh, but totally agree with you. Uh, you know, I've been saying it for a long time. I think it's funny that, you know, it's called the Cosmos. Uh, you know, growth is not comfortable. Like, you know, growing into something uh, like we're hoping that we grow into, is it, it shouldn't be comfortable. And the cosmos is definitely, like, you look up from where we are, right? And you see the beautiful, calm sky with the, with the beautiful stars and the moons and all this other stuff. It looks like not a lot of shit's happening up there. But when you actually figure it out, like, there's a lot of destruction and friction and 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 things happening up there. It's very violent up there in the cosmos. But stuff is expanding, stuff is getting done, stuff is getting built. And yeah, it could be kind of frustrating at times, especially when you're close up to that explosive movement, to that friction, you know, to that growth. But when you take a step back, it looks beautiful, right? So it's all about where you are, where your positioning is and how you're perceiving things. Like, I love the cosmos. I look up in the night sky and I I think it's beautiful. But, you know, you get close to freaking Saturn or try to enter it or something like that or Jupiter. It's very violent, like so. It's just all, it's all perspective, man, and I, I absolutely love it. So, the thing I really, really appreciate is going back to how some projects who ended up not being able to deliver on what they intended because they didn't sell out or anything like they failed. So I failed. So we rug it. Uh, projects in this space. Um, like when Prop 16 happened to Juno, it seems like, oh, that's a failure. That's a fail. It's like that. That's what's amazing about this space is they can, quote unquote, fail for that time being. I'm not a holder of Juno, but I'm just like giving positive vibes there and that 
they basically in that situation, depending on who you are, like people are working through their failures here. You're not a failure till you quit. And that's like, that's how I feel the cosmos vibe is, is like, is it's not quitters. It's just a bunch of failures and you only fail your way to success. And it's why I do um, personally right now. That's why I, I, I vibe and I keep on bringing it up. I, I'm just saying, I really do vibe with the story of uh, demon invaders. That's why I put my money where my mouth is. I bought a bunch of them because he, he failed, he failed his first launch and he, He's like, hey, let me bring value to you. And he he did his pivot shift. He's like, I'm gonna start burning because no one's buying them. I'm gonna start burning these ones and you know, trying to do that. But you're only a failure till you quit. And the quitters are the ones who say, Okay, I'm not gonna be in the community where I'm gonna walk away. No, if you're gonna make a project, like be working, like if you if you just need to do something like show up once a week to it, talk to the community, like. If you want to do multiple projects, I guess you're really good at that. But don't walk away from one. Like, let 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 the failures happen. Every Bitcoin was a is a you know has failed its way to here. Like it had it had so many opportunities to fail. There, you know, the fifty one percent attack thing was was a issue in the protocol until it became more decentralized. So everything everything habitually when it first starts is completely centralized in the very beginning and has to increase to decentral to increase to its point of to be decentralized and cosmos is like in like what you said it's the growing pains and cosmos right now i just it doesn't have its time and attempt but it's 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 gone through a shit ton of growing pains to be where it's at right now and it's i think it's just like it's just being set up for the next uh, bull runs launch pad. Like it's, it's, it's literally going to launch like crazy and it's going to have some shit happen and things are going to go wild and people are going to make a lot and lose a lot. <laughs> I getting rugged. I see bees is, are you speaking B? I, I only hear you tank. I don't know what happened here. Um, maybe he finished his thoughts and, and then it was a silent moment. You know okay. how those. Maybe what? Yeah. I, I saw. <laughs> I saw Beezus thing, not, and you know that space glitch thing where it looks like she's speaking. I see even wrecked news. Maybe, hold on. I'm going to leave and come back. Oh, it looks like Sheldon's speaking too, possibly. But Oh, I don't see Dude. Sheldon. I see him rugged. Dude, speaking of, wrecked news is a fucking outstanding account. I don't know who's behind it. If they, I hope like they, they, oh, there we go. Dude, wrecked news, it's, it's outstanding. What a great like PFP to be like some like reminds me of like Anchorman like profile pick. Like it's just like the perfect PFP for that account, I think. Yeah, it's a custom one. I don't even know who runs it, by the way. It's like a few community members got together. Uh they made this custom PFP and they started shit posting. But also giving away, you know, it, it, there's news to it, right? It's like real stuff. They're not making it up. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, it's like crypto's know. version of like the Babylon Bee or like the Onion. But like there's like some like just like those posts are like, you know, shit posting. But also there's also like a like a, a twang of truth in all of those like satire sites like. Hey, disrespect to this space, uh, vibe with all you. 
I'm here thanks still Thanksgiving basically with my family. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do what I feel is the most important to my life right now. So I love all y'all. Bye. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Uh good luck on the streaming career as well, if if ever you pick that up. I think uh, it would be very entertaining if you did scream. I think that people love that. I'm just saying. Like, the most popular streamers are the angry streamers. I just can't now anymore because uh, my na- my neighbors are a little closer for my new location that I live at. It's a nice place, but it's like, I got to be respectful. <laughs> Where I was before, I didn't have to worry about anyone hearing me. I could literally, like, scream at the top of my lungs. But... Um, I don't, I just don't know if I, I think I've matured or I've transitioned a lot. Like, so I, I don't know. I, I rage. I still rage. <laughs> I have much love. Yeah. So rec news is, uh, led by community. I agree. There is some truth to some of the news bits that they posted and we got some good engagement from Jacob retweeted. I think Sefi retweeted something. So. People seem to like it. Yeah, no, big, big fan. Like, I just discovered them, like, what, like, maybe, like, two days ago. So they're definitely worth a follow. It's it's some good, some good content. Oh, wow. We got a thumbs up from Rec News. There's a person behind that account. It's not a bot. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I missed this. Um, For anyone looking to get into uh, Joe's, I would recommend now because somebody has been dumping their Joe's. Let me just check real quick. Um, So they're at uh, 269 stars now. There's two left at at that price point, I think. It was, there was eight left. And now there's only two. Anyways, this is not financial advice. Oh, no, there's only one left at 269. So uh, it's the big head one. I love that one. I, I bought one. The next, what's the next price up from that? So it's 269, then it's 369, 369, and then it's 696. So you buy hmm. like three of them, and the floor goes to 700. Um, and then at 700, it starts to get a little thicker, but somebody dumped them. Like, uh, it's the same wallet. It, it, it put like 10 for sale at the same time. Yeah. And, and just to put things in perspective, the floor is still 100%, over 100% of mid price, which is still kind of, you know, for, fascinating to me. For the awareness of, of Joe, like for the marketing, for the brand, the IP that is Joe, I mean, that's a really low floor like that. That's a, you know, for the amount, you know, if you do the supply and multiply that by the floor, that's just, uh, to me, that's very undervalued. Um, not financial advice. Oh, it's sold. Somebody bought him. So I don't know while I was speaking on the spaces, uh, somebody check. was like, wait, what I'm snagging that. Yeah. They're, they're 700 now. Did you buy them to me? So yeah. So it was like, no, yeah, I got I got one. I, I got one. I didn't want to buy too many. I wanted to share it with y'all. I shared in our Discord too, but uh, I got one for one hundred sixty nine, like uh, a few minutes ago. Ooh, baby! 
yeah, I'm feeling pretty lucky. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm buying them up. I'm accumulating, uh, and it's, it's, it, it, you know, what is 169 stars now? It's like uh, $15, maybe less than that. Uh, come on, guys. I was just getting ready to convert some Osmo into stars to just snag up any Joe under 300 stars. Yeah, sorry, Mayor. It, 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 it went really quick. Stop. Like I'm doing the same like, thing. Stop well, it. Uh, no, please don't say anything. I, I try to check it at least like once or twice a day to see what the floor is. And it's like, I, I think any any Joe under 500 stars is, I don't know, you know, say what you will. But the, the chain is less than a week old and the mint is only a week out. <laughs> and um, I just... I think there's just so much potential for this chain. Um, some of that stuff that Coach was saying, um, uh, you get. Wait, is this the same space? This is the same. It oh is. My God. It never. It never stopped. It's the same okay. space. It's been running for uh, seven hours now. I think. <laughs> what other ecosystem has spaces that are running like nonstop all day long with people talking about NFTs? And then other random crazy stuff. But anyways, I digress. Timmy, do you think what Coach was saying, is Coach still in here? He's not in here. But was he just, you think, blown off steam about the lunk stuff? Or, like, is he really serious about moving some of the, the validators over? Like, I didn't catch the whole conversation, but we can talk about it later. Uh well, validators is. To I think he was kind of playing around there, but um, yeah, he was joking about that because I think, yeah, you've already got sixteen, and I think we were kind of set on keeping the Joe chain to sixteen validators. But as far as moving moving yeah. over some of the just capital, the just the, I mean, users mainly. User, yeah. So like his idea is just like the only people still delegating the Lunk DAO at this point are people who are kind of have some Joe energy yeah. at their core. They put up with his fucking shit posting this long. Um, and so we can just do like a Joe drop to them to A, onboard a fuckload of users onto Kepler into the Cosmos. I, I have $2 um, of Luna Classic that if I could ever get it off Osmosis, I'd be willing to donate it to, to the Joe chain. If I could ever get it off Osmosis, It's stuck yeah. on Osmosis forever, I guess. But there, I guess there was some proposals that they're trying to enable IBC again. I, I have no idea, but I mean who knows what's going to happen with the Luna Classic, but I just find that whole that whole um, back and forth with Luna and Luna Classic, like I just can't keep up with it, and there's just so much going on right now. All I gotta say is why, when we have Chihuahua already sitting there ready for us to take advantage of it. Why? Just why? Chihuahua can do it. Chihuahua can do it. Hua hua. All day long. You got some heavy Wawa bags? Uh... I don't actually, but I'm being serious though. Like, like, if you look at like, like being capable wise, like, fuck, Chihuahua is already there. It has everything it needs and it's IBC enabled already. Like, why the fuck? Yeah, but it doesn't have the meme factor that much. It right? is a meme. Yeah, I don't know. They man. tried to make a meme, is what you mean. 
it, they, it well, feels okay. like it's forced, right? It doesn't yep. feel natural. Yep. But okay, what feels more forced right now? Trying to figure out Lunk or or something that's already sitting there. I mean, wait. So what are you saying, Tank? Hold on. Like what? What? What's your actual? I'm just what? saying why Lunk when we have Huahua. It has a burn. Oh, you want to onboard the Huawa people and not the Lunk people? The, the Lunk people are way better memers. Like, come on. Man. Are you saying you, you want to get Huawa people into Joe or Lunk people into Huawa? I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm doing some of those. I'm, I'm saying, I can't even think of the word that I'm trying to say anymore. I'm saying just in full, like, when you look at the Capa- what am- I can't think of the word. What am I trying to say right now, guys? Capability. You want to say capability to Joe, right? Is that what you want to b- bring the that, that work too. to Joe? Yes, that would work too. I'm saying the Huawei people aren't cool enough for us. I want the Lunk now people. I, I don't Okay, I'm going gonna- to get a lot of backlash for this. I already know it. As far as everything that's come over from Terra and the Luna side of things, like, do you what, really don't, just say, don't say, why do you guys think you guys want them over here? Tank, that's really hurtful. I'm just saying, okay, like, tell, <laughs> tell me why you guys want them over here because you guys want their liquidity, right? Or whatever. You guys don't think they want our liquidity? We've already seen Maybe. some uh, Terra projects and Terra ecosystem people come over here. And take advantage of that already, right? So, damn, so there's, no liquidity, there's no liquidity on Gochin. So the and worst I, that can happen is a couple of those lunk people become general cosmonauts, right? Sorry, I'm Whereas like magic. People, Get off the truck! Get off the truck! Quawa people are already here; they're cosmonauts. But lunk people yeah, don't even true. have Kepler installed. Guys, get off the truck! Tank, you just got to smack them. I know. They're smack like, them with the I tell them to get off their grandpa's truck. They're like, we're allowed to. Shut up, Dad. We're going to smack you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> wow. That's my, my, my youngest son does not care, dude. Lucky. No, I get it. Not that I say it, though. Like, I get it. Like, no, I, I really feel like the Luna Classic is a good fit for Joe Chain because it's kind of like a little bit of what Coach was saying about their – they're refugees and they need a home and um, they're, it's a very dedicated community. I mean, Luna, when it was, when it was at its peak, I mean, it was, I mean, all, yeah, there was a lot of en- enthusiasm and excitement behind it. I get that. But it was, it was like, let's do something unique behind this algorithmic stablecoin, And we all know what happened, but I think the, um, the, the desire to have community is still there. And I think that would be, and I think that kind of pairs up exactly with a lot of what is behind the Joe chain. So anyways, I would like to see some of that happen. Some of the LunkDAO or just a lot of the um, LunkDAO community or the Luna Classic community coming over. I think it's a great, I think it's a great idea. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult to bring these big communities because um they just you know they don't have that incentive and they don't have the leadership telling them that you should do this we got bruce on our side like that's lung dao right there 
that has a massive reach and we have the incentive with the joke coin right so i feel like this is going to work really well um i'm excited for the proof of concept what what what's the worst that can happen here tank like the joke coin is worthless already so it's not like we're giving them money we're just you know maybe they think it's going to be worth something maybe it will but in yeah. the short term this is a low investment high yeah. high risk low you know <laughs> when it comes to the joe relationship yes i totally agree with you uh i was i was making before joe was a thing i was making my comment as to why like what the fuck is happening sorry sorry <laughs> That's the part I thought somebody was telling me that. no. That was, like, the, uh, that was just the reactor going off. Meltdown. Yeah, I was like, okay, never mind. I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> I, anyways, um, yeah, as of now, like with with it being the the canary chain, I think the more activity, the more um, the more um, beta users or whatever you want to call us, the, the more Joes that we can get playing around. I've got so many ideas. I've got, I've got like 10 different ideas that I want to kind of incubate a little bit. And then, you know, just stuff that can be done on the Joe chain. And I think, um, the more the merrier, it's a chain, it's a chain for the people. And, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next, you know, two to three months. I just got home from the store as soon as I heard you guys talking about the prices of Joe. I was like panicking, trying to run home to hurry up and get some Joe. But I think you guys already bought them. <laughs> up. Bought the floor Joes, gobbled. didn't you? You guys gobbled up the floor Joes. <laughs> hey, did you guys already talk about that whole FTX thing with the little Moonstone Bank they have in, in uh, Washington? Did you guys talk about that already? Uh, what are you talking about, the bank? Yeah, the little that yeah, the Alameda, their farming Farmington State Bank, they changed it to Moonstone. And then it yeah, was like I, a, I was I was listening to about it in another space, the Mario space, where they were talking about like Alameda bought into the third smallest bank in the United States and, and it it looks like a lot of people are concerned if they were like um washing funds through that bank or like moving stuff in and out of that bank. I don't know I mean, the whole deal. They they literally pumped like they they had only five million on their balance sheet, but then when they Alameda came and pumped eleven million into them, it's crazy. That's a lot. Bunch of thieves, bunch of shady bastards. I know. I was reading that. I was gonna add that to my like news stuff for Monday, but I was like, man, it's FTX. Fuck it. And guess what? It wasn't DeFi. It wasn't DeFi. It, it was those. Fucking scummy, fucking trad by people, fucking it up for crypto again. Yeah, just like just yeah. like fucking two thousand eight, he's fucking chilling in the Bahamas with his family, eating fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see how there's like not much in the mainstream news. Not that I watch that much main mainstream news at all, but it's like it's it's really interesting how connected um, uh, FTX and Sam Bankman fried was. He was connected with the regulators and, uh, you know, I'll say it, the Democrats. And now that, you know, the midterms elections have passed and, you know, there's going to be some change coming, you know, at least with one side of Congress. It's just, 
it's just crazy seeing all this crap play out, man. And, and it just sucks that deep retail, retail cryptos getting the freaking bottom end of the, you know, they're getting crapped on because of all these heavyweight VC players just over leverage themselves. And it's just crazy the way all this crap is played out, man. But you, you would hope that people would learn their lessons and self custody and get their stuff off of these centralized exchanges. That's like lesson number one. I'll say it I again. I mean, the fact that it wasn't, oops, sorry. No, go ahead, Vance. The fact that it wasn't flagged, that for a mere four accounts, like I'm, I've been like, cause I was, I was reading this, I read like four or five articles on it. And the fact that I'm like reading here, six, only four accounts were responsible for the, for the 600% increase in customer deposits. Only four accounts. That's insane, guys. That's insane. I'm sorry. It's just the fact that it wasn't flagged or the FDIC didn't even, you know, kind of like notice this is beyond me. Mm-hmm. They said it's the easiest way to buy a bank is to just kind of invest in it and then you essentially own it, which is insane. But anyway, well, okay. It's kind of like that deli in New New Jersey or whatever that like the stock price was worth like, what, like several mil- hundreds of millions of dollars. And it was like a fucking mom and pop deli shop. and it's like a, the similar kind of like scam that was being run. But uh, I forget what my point was going to be. Oh, yeah. Like, I think like one of the biggest things that I like why sometimes decentralization and like moving slow is a bad thing is that like we always like talk about Juno being like a very like non VC related chain. Dude, I would have had so much fucking marketing around the fact that like come to the Juno chain. We have no VC investors. Everything was owned by the community. And we're like this kind of permissionless uh, blockchain. And we're, we have all these fucking cool apps that are either in progress or coming out soon. And like, that's just a huge missed opportunity because right now everyone's attention is like, wow, look at all these scammy fucking VCs and all this like, you know, backroom deals that happened and this, that, and the other thing. And people were looking for like somewhat of a flight to, I mean, I don't know what what's safe now, but a flight to safety. And I just think that that narrative of, hey, you know, a lot of the Cosmos chains really don't have, you know, VC backing. I, uh, I mean, that's, I, I mean, I think Tanks brought this up in his posts about like, you know, essentially vampire uh, or, or like, you know, civil attacks from all these, you know, people that own these chains. But generally speaking, something like Juno has zero VC cash behind it. And I think that that's like, that's appealing to people that are not scared off by this, you know, the, by the macro but like micro would be like oh juno is interesting if there's no vc shit to like you know dump on me or shit all over me when it's time for them to you know exit their bags or whatever so i i really think juno missed the opportunity as far as capitalizing on like that peak like you know vc trad you know dick sucking fest that was occurring uh with ftx agree i think that's juno's main selling point like main unique thing speaking of juno tank what's going on with uh your signaling prop have you talked about that uh no i've actually reached out to a couple of buddies um i have i don't know man i have so i'll be honest i have my concerns um i I want like okay i'll just speak very openly and personally first i want to I, i believe in it entirely like 100 million percent, I believe, in what it could achieve and, and the good that it can do, both for the sub DAOs that are currently in place and upcoming sub DAOs that are 
more than likely going to be in place as well. I really think it's a productive uh, chance for the community to work together uh, as far as like, you know, the inner circles and the actual community um, to balance things out. Um, the efforts, though, and the um, I'm, I'm just I don't think that at the current time, even if I was to spend a shit ton of fucking time on it, that the community there'd be enough community backing and or enough acceptance from the inner circle or higher up. So the people, I don't know, whatever title we want to give them, right? The people in control uh, to actually accomplish it. So like, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with it. Like the over that there was almost 800 something people that viewed it on Commonwealth. Uh, there was 50 something people that actually voted and there was probably even less. I know there was less people that actually commented on, uh, on the proposal granted it's commonwealth right not a lot of people fucking interact on it anyway but it, what i'm saying is it kind of shows you at the current moment the level of engagement uh from the community although like it was much higher than i thought it would be uh it still kind of shows you like the breakdown uh of how far people are willing to go um uh, so i don't know i've reached out to a couple of people and i was like you know shoot it to me straight do you think the effort and time putting like that i would want to put into this and ask other people because it, it one cannot just be me. It has to be, or it just it doesn't matter. Like none of it works. None of it, the essence of it doesn't work if it's just me working on it. It has to be a community from the ground up kind of organized thing where everybody's putting in their two cents and willing to take chances and stand up for things that they believe in. Uh, you know, can I, how do I ask that amongst many different validators, many different teams, many different individuals that they're all working on their own fucking thing uh, and, and, you know, do we actually think that we're going to get this yeah. over is, on people? Yeah. Was the vote is, was the signaling vote, has it closed or? Yeah, it's closed. It passed yeah. 80 to 80 to 20%. But, but again, but there was only was, 50 votes. Yeah. There was only 50 something people. And I, to be very honest, the, I, I took every criticism and feed, like every, every I took everything as constructive yeah. uh, feedback. Well, how much, how, how much, voting. how much would it cost to put the vote up? To, it would take, a, I think it's a thousand. I think, you it, know? I think it, yeah, but like the way I wanted to do it, right, is like have it again be a community thing to where it's like, you know, maybe we utilize Spark IBC and say, hey guys, if you guys really like this, you know, maybe a thousand people could all put in one Juno piece and see how it goes. That way it wouldn't be no it vetoed or it wouldn't be like just because it's one in particular person, I could put up a thousand Juno right now. Wouldn't matter though. Like, you know, even if I lost, it would, it's no big deal, but. It would. It's more of the the sentiment from the community that uh, that needs to be recognized. And uh, right, if, right. You, if, if you read with, it all, it looked like that. But again, is it is is it worth it? Is but would you know? Would you know if it as long as it's as long as it even if it gets even if it's a no vote, the you still get reimbursed as long as it's not no with veto, correct? Yeah. All well, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of it's like that, right? So long as yeah. it's not yeah. no with veto, but. Again, yeah. I, I've seen people get taken, uh, taken to school and been made an example of, and like I would, wouldn't really, like, yeah. whatever. But it's just interesting because I really feel like Juno does have so much potential. Yet, um, with this type of market the way it is, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know what everyone's sentiment. I mean, Juno is like at almost at an all time low. Almost, I think it's getting close. So. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah and, and uh, I don't know. It, there, there, like, obviously a lot of the criticisms, I, like, it would need to be a lot of things ironed out. 
but again, it, it we purposely, Timmy said it best, like none of this stuff was an oversight. It was purposely left out so that the community could see that they, hey, would have a say in how this gets made. But like, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Something went awry somewhere along the way. Yeah, hopefully. I'm not saying I'm not going to work on it though. Like, I, I totally believe in it. Go ahead, Sonny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest. So if I misspeak, uh, you know, just excuse my ignorance. You're talking about the proposal that you put up for Juno, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure if I, re- I haven't read it in a while, but if I remember, there were a lot of uh, changes put into one proposal. Is that right? Or was it very small, like significant changes? Um, the, uh, might, might be talking about something different. Yeah, you might be talking. Oh, about okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This, Never this, mind. This was for putting together a community-run sub DAO for marketing and like educational content and stuff, and a couple other things. Ah, so, uh, yeah. gotcha, different. gotcha. Okay, no, my bad. I'll I'll step back then. I was I jumped in mid conversation. I wasn't sure if I was thinking of the right I thing. I mean, I'm sure we both, uh, all of us, appreciate your take on it. If if feel yeah. free to say. And the, the gist of it was to get so much Juno and just stake that Juno and then use the rewards for the marketing. It's not, it's the goal is to give back all the Juno that would be, be requested of the community pool, I believe. Yeah, correct. So, like, real yeah, quick. That, but that's not the gist, right? The, that's, yeah, that's so how like, it was going to get funded. Yeah, ahead, so, like, I'm real sorry. quick rundown the, the ask was for the community to be able to set up their own community organic sub DAO, right? Without actually having uh, people that are in the higher up rankings of, uh, you know, whatever the inner circles and stuff like that be connected to it um, and use 200,000 Juno from the community pool uh, and stake that amongst, you know, several different validators per criteria, which was very vague. It wasn't even there yet because I wanted the community to be able to set like all of these together and work on them together, uh, but use a percentage of the rewards uh, to fund a long-term sustainable marketing and tooling, uh, kind of fund, uh, because right now there's only one way to get grants. And like, if you get shot down with that, like you're pretty much dead in the water. So like just a small way to kind of sustain a small, uh, marketing and tooling fund. And then also a way to actually, in my thoughts, uh, promote more decentralized and healthy validator, uh, lineup within the Juno ecosystem. And then to return, uh, you know, a greater community pool uh, treasury after we're done utilizing the 200k because we would give back, you know, we're not spending any of it, we're just using it. We would give back with interest based on the returns that we're getting from the, the rewards over a set amount of time. So yeah, it's a quick rundown on that, but it got a lot of pushback. Um, it got a lot of yeah, criticisms. Yeah, so and Again, I, I haven't read it, but I, I heard the overall breakdown. Um, my initial take, and again, it could be off because I, I don't have the wording in front of me. Uh, it sounds like three things were being done in that proposal, uh, three things that can each spark controversy, uh, where you're saying a percent would go back to marketing, and then there's a second percent that will go to help uh, help decentralize the network. To me, in my mind, you'll have a lot higher success if you just try to push through one change at a time 
and you can give a nod to the things that you want to do in the future, but you create less points of contention and pushback if you go kind of with that route. That would be my suggestion. Yeah, you're, it's, it's funny because you're not, I don't think, some a few other people have said the same thing, like just break it down into smaller things. Uh, the reason why it was bundled up, and at least for what the way I thought it was, it was more impactful uh, to use, because you know people said, "Oh, just ask for a smaller amount and then focus on one thing." Uh, but in my thought, when again, this could you know depending on the feedback from the community, that's kind of what I was hoping for. It could be be restructured later. I mean, it's really just a signaling proposal to see the sentiment. Uh, from the community about like addressing these issues. Um, but yeah, they were bundled together because I thought it was more impactful uh, by using all of it. Uh, but yeah, I could see that. And it was definitely one of the feedbacks that I got prior to that too. Yeah, and I, I and just thinking about it, I don't even think that it's wrong to do it the first way, the way that you did, because it creates more chatter and more attention to it. It, it just, in my mind, less likely to succeed. But now these, um, uh, points are kind of gaslighted, right? So now there's more people thinking about it. So now if you were to go back through and then just try to do one of the three things at once, it might have a higher likelihood of succeeding. Um, the other thing, and I, I don't work too much on this end, um, but like a lot of the validators, um, they're just dudes. They're not like some of them are huge companies, not huge, but like their teams and they manage a lot of funds. But a lot of the times these validators are very reachable. I can say I've talked to between five and 10 just by shooting a DM that would in, you know, I'd mostly expect to be ignored, but they'll get back to me. So uh, one of the other things to do in my mind anyway is just try to reach out to these validators on a one-on-one -on -one level. It doesn't even need to be like a fancy message. You can just copy paste the same message to five validators to start up the conversation. But a lot of times, like they're very reachable people. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that's definitely, I, I did do it with uh, several validators that I personally know uh, before putting it up there. And I will, I will say, you know, without naming them all, they, pretty much all of them were receptive to the idea. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, I think that's all good feedback and definitely still, you know, just sitting there, it was a, I guess you can label it as a success because it passed with the, with the overwhelmingly 80 to 20 vote, but it's still like, it's kind of worrisome because again, just the level of engagement, like 800 something viewers, 50 something votes, even less comments. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. By the way, guys. Well, so uh, wait, Tank, I, I was super happy to hear you say that it actually got more engagement than you were expecting, because I think that sounds about right and not having anything to do with what you or you've written, but just kind of connecting to a point earlier of like how Juno's doing in Bear, like Juno has nothing for a bear market, to be honest. Juno's like entire appeal that makes it truly unique from anything else is the like no VC fund backing. It doesn't have any particular piece of tech that's special. It doesn't have flagship D app. Um, it's just a playground. And so Juno's not going to do well in there. Its price isn't um, and like engagement for its on-chain stuff isn't either. But I think that's totally normal given the nature of it and not something to be worried about. Just something that sort of fits in with its role in the ecosystem. I. It, 
that's how I look at it, weirdly. Juno's unique for that reason, and that reason doesn't matter too much in Deep Bear. It certainly matters in a, there are things being built on Juno right now that will help it immensely in the next bull run that are being built on it because it has no VC funding. But just in terms of engagement, price action, chain, uh, the apps launching like right now, it's kind of makes sense. Yeah, I was, actually, I was really, really floored to see that many people actually go to Commonwealth and view it. Jimmy. Joker. <laughs> Jimmy. Joker. Hey, hey, Jimmy. real quick, while I have them up here, guys, uh, it, uh, see on that sunny side right there? You guys see that art? If you guys don't know, from Maneki V2, I'm working with Sunnyside. That is the artist that we're using uh, to put a spin on the on the next drop. So I don't get to ha I don't get to say it very often where both of us are up here, but I just want to let you guys know I'm really really excited about it. Yep, just got our first previews over, and then uh, I actually left you a comment this morning. My my sleep schedule is awful right now i think i woke up at 2 p.m today and then 4 p.m yesterday but <laughs> um yeah I, i'm working with boo on it uh and we have a plan in place but i so far i'm i'm pretty excited it's gonna be you know our our classic deathly look on it and i i think they're looking really cool so far yeah i saw it i don't feel dude I've, I've been sick i've been sick though i slept through all of yesterday all of thanksgiving so I was just trying to catch up to everything. But yeah, I'm super excited, guys. Super excited. I do like that art. I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I really, really like the art a lot. This um, sweet succubi is adorable. I just love the way it looks. So I'm super excited to see what your, your kitties are going to look like. <laughs> yep. And it's the same artist working on that, uh, Boo. She, she's becoming more of a part of our core team. So we have Tin doing most of our game assets. And then Boo does a lot of our, uh, kind of more expected quality art, I guess I would say, uh, that's less super high collection size generative um, in general. Uh, but we're having her put, um, uh, I guess it's going to be over a month. And this is her main job is art. Like she's working pre uh, predominantly uh, every day on this collection. So I think we're going to have something cool by the time it comes out. Looking, can I say the date yeah. we're aiming for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're aiming for uh, December 16th for uh, Manaki version two. Putting her to work. Putting her to work. But no, nah, she's busting her. It, it looks good. Whitelist. Come on, man. I thought we were friends. Yeah. How you get on whitelist? <laughs> Maneki, if you already have a Maneki, you're on whitelist, right? Yes, definitely. Okay, so 100%. What about for us pores that don't have one? <laughs> Red King. We're out of pores too. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, where's Wrecking? Is is that Berserker on there or is that someone else? Yeah, it's it's me. Hey, you never responded to my DM. How do you expect to get a whitelist? I don't know which DM. I get so many. Um, <laughs> but uh, I... You, you should look at your Discord. It's from Bonzi, and it's one that you'll care about. It's regarding your comment on the Levana funding uh, nullification. Bonzi, yeah, Bonzi from Stargaze. That would be right. Um, uh, what DM? You sent me a DM. Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. So let me. Uh, okay. Wait, I know what happened. I know what happened. Okay. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, I don't receive DMs anymore, and I don't know if you know this about Discord, 
but uh, you can send me a DM. But if I've never interacted with you before, I, I don't see it. Like it doesn't ping at all. So now I click on your name and I'll even screenshot it and then I'll show it to you. It's like a no, hidden conversation. People get on me all the time about it. I'm like, oh, no, I promise you. It didn't even ping. <laughs> yeah, it didn't ping me. So sorry about it. No, no, you're good. It, it was literally me saying, hey, I'm supporting the idea you proposed to the team just to give you a heads up. Uh, the one that you posted in Commonwealth about the POAP. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. And and sorry, apologize for the DMs. Uh, and it, it's an issue now because sometimes I tell people to DM me. But if they never DM me before, I don't even know if they DM me. Like you look in your DMs, they're not there. They're hidden. So I have to click on your name and then it kind of pops up the DM. So you have to kind of tell me somewhere else that you DM me. Anyways, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, to go, and to go back just to your tweet it uh, out. whitelist thing. Tweet it out, Sunnyside. Tweet out, <laughs> at Red Gang. I just DM'd you, bro. You know, I'm going to send the insider scoop to uh, the rec news. Uh, I think they were in here earlier, but that that account has been uh, very clever in um, getting a lot of notable names to retweet it and quote tweet it. I, I have to appreciate what that account is doing, because then you see people with like 20K followers just shouting out that account, bad or good. It's like. That's clever. I, I've been watching that account over the past. You know that. I wish I had made this connection earlier, but when we had that guy in here earlier from Gambia, um, and someone, one of you guys, I think, made the. It feels like a year ago at this point already, but made the point of like. Sometimes you just have to, like, reach out and grab opportunity, or find your own rabbit hole to like spiral into. Like, it's not always going to be obvious. Like, anyone could have spun up that wrecking, uh, wreck news account, and like that could definitely blow up and be something big. Like, I think the perfect example, Jacob. Oh yeah. I love this. Whitelist, whitelist. <laughs> you guys are dancing around the important stuff. Give whitelist. Yeah, yeah, we're we're happy to help build that. We can use our Discord and our ticket system to help build the whitelist too, and we can snapshot all uh, Manaki holders and uh, build that however you like. Uh, that one tank definitely. Um, we'll want to start building that two to two point five weeks before the actual mint. I, I'll be honest for everyone on here, I dread the whitelist. I hate the whitelist. The whitelist is my least favorite thing about NFTs. There's always like, our last one was probably the best and we missed two people, I think, two or three. But it's like every time it's like, you'll get out of principle. Out of principle, I have never participated in a whitelist ever, not once. I wish I, I could say the same, but our project, like, we need to. It's not something we can ignore and still expect to be good, especially with our high release schedule. The whitelist is one of the best tools that we have for a successful mint, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, if I could, I would I would ignore a whitelist. Um, maybe, maybe out of... Maybe I'm just never invited, and that's why I'm such a high principal. But I've never participated in one. But uh, um, uh, what's uh, 
How is Joe doing? Joe is so unfazed, he's still doing videos on Cardano. Oh, yeah. Well, Cardano is amazing. I mean, it's like probably the most amazing, but the uh, protocol that ever existed. Um, right. Sadly, it's so amazing. It'll probably outlive Polkadot and Solana. <laughs> I mean, I think um, all the things will outlive Solana. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine the protocols that left Terra because it died and then launched on Solana? Oh, my God. Oh. You talking oh. about the Bulls Club? Oh, sorry. Did you guys? Wait. <laughs> Did no, you guys go to Solana? There was a project on Luna called Luna Bulls, and they decided to migrate to Solana. And it took them a while. It took them a while. And they migrated, I think, Three weeks Two, ago. Yeah, they no, they migrated like literally like what, like a week or so before this FTX shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, and they were a big project. They were like the biggest. Like, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's sad. It's certainly like ironic or something, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Joe. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't know about that. As Bruce would say, retract your serpent's tongue, young man. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't mean it was a bad thing. I meant like, <laughs> it just seemed like a very Joe move. How many how many Joes you rocking, Jake? Are you the one gobbling up the whoever's selling for a low floor price? Are you the secret Joe whale? <laughs> no, but I, did, but I did go from hating Joe to all of a sudden becoming Joe, and then all of a sudden buying Joe. So I don't know <laughs> how that happened. <laughs> it was a very strange experience. I just feel like I'm Joe. I don't know the power of Joe. You were one of the first people to be like, "All right, so when's this thing gonna rug?" <laughs> Oh, well, I DM'd you. I'm like, Timmy, have you been hacked? Because I'm pretty sure you're hacked. Oh, that and... was you. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Well, he's lost his mind. <laughs> it's like, we've lost Timmy. <laughs> we lost, I really felt that. I'm like, I'm like, you know, all this time building this great reputation. And now he's shilling this, like, Joe thing. I'm like, okay. Um, well, and then, uh, it. I got to get in. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't even know. I was just like, all right. And then I actually went onto spaces to like yell about Joe. And, um, but there was, there was that Aussie. Well, no, I mean, there was an Aussie guy who was just like yelling back at me in his Aussie accent. <laughs> robo. Wait, <laughs> Robo. English, Englishman. Oh, he's English? I mean, I we don't he know where he's from. This, that accent is too thick, man. I yeah, thought he so was Welsh up until today, but he said English. I couldn't understand much of what he was saying. He just sounded angry. And <laughs> he said something about Joe. And... Yeah, and then before I know well, it, he actually now that you mentioned that, he, he does sound angry even when he's just like euphorically happy. <laughs> he's just sort of <laughs> one of those things, you know? That's, well, that makes sense. I, 
I don't know, somehow his angry accent talked me into turning into Joe, buying Joe's. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Robo's a and I'm really looking forward to getting run by Joe. It's just, I think it's all part of the experience. I, I, listen, it wasn't on my radar at all, but just because of how much you've been posting, I have been thinking of how I can introduce some, some Ponzi nomics to Joe and do it in a way that only targets you. Because I think that would oh, be I would love that, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I'm, yeah, I got you, brother. I got you. Thank you. It would complete me. Oh, See, that's what Joe's all about. I'm here to complete people. I'm here to fill up their insides with goodness. I, I want you to fill me with Joe. Yep. I'm going to make you warm from the inside out, brother. Oh, I'm, this is, I'm sad. My wife is looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's okay. She'll do that. Don't worry. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll give it to Joe as well eventually. Oh, I'll give her to Joe. There you go. There you go. Every, every, everyone needs some Joe. Uh, I feel like I've taken up so much time in these spaces. Yeah, we're, we have very limited time here, um, so we, we do have to keep it moving. Uh, we, we have a time limit on these spaces, so yeah, you, you really took up a lot of it. <laughs> How long has this been going, Rat Gang? Um, I think we're approaching eight hours. Oh, oh my god, I just yeah. noticed Cosmos Punk and his PFP down there. Did you see that? Have you guys seen that? Oh shit! Oh, the he lost weight. Oh, you fuck! Yes. I missed Damn it. it! I exposed him and he left. What happened? I, I exposed him and he left. Yeah. <laughs> no way, dude! Yeah, I, I made that guys. for him. I didn't think he was gonna do it. Did you make that for him? That's so funny, dude! I was yeah. like, "What is that on his head, dude?" <laughs> he commented on something in a very uh, jovial way. It, it made me smile, and so I, I DM'd him a Joe. You said jovial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is that the first joe pun you've heard in the saga it's in pin boys you can check it out and girls that's a nice one. Oh, he did the whole post thing that's beautiful yeah give that a retweet look at it it's like a little joe hawk it was. that's what i thought it was at first i was like is that a mohawk no that's joe on his head hey Son guys can I ask you, um, you guys were before talking about creating content and all that and different platforms. Um, and I'm just curious, remember Odyssey, how it turned into library and it's like a content place. That was a very ever... delayed response to that conversation we had like two hours ago. Please. Oh no. So listen, the reason I want to bring it up is because I hadn't, I didn't have an opportunity and I was in the middle of doing other things. And I figured we can circle back because we got the time. I mean, nobody was saying anything else. I mean, fuck <laughs> it, right? We do. <laughs> I love you fans. Go for it. Yeah. So what, what do you guys think of library? Like I, I kind of want you guys to take, Hey, 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 <laughs> no, seriously though. Like what's your take on the whole library situation? I know they're getting sued and all that um, for being a security, but did you guys ever uh, produce content over there? Or um, no I never that? did. I used it as just like a consumer of videos a couple times, um, but never got into like content creating or anything. 
So what did you think of it? Like when you went on, you're like, oh, this is this is like a whack YouTube or like a jacked up. Well, I had the same. I was like, oh, this is actually super cool. It works pretty well, but it is so tiny. There's no content that's going to make me ever come back here. Like it's completely outside of Web3. This is why like YouTube has a fucking monopoly. Like what's the next one? Vimeo? Vimeo is only even a thing because it provides like high quality video storage for actual like artists and cinematographers. Like you can keep original files. Otherwise it would be just YouTube. It's very hard to compete with something that's as momentum based as YouTube and something in Web3 is going to have to like really sort of provide something new, have some new idea or some new catch to it. That's not just incentives and like tokenomics, but it, it was cool. Like I was like, this could be big. I know it won't because no, it's not yeah. all this stuff. It's like so many things. It's like, we're going to make this for in web three. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like the like 13 and a half people are like excited about it. And then the coin moons, but it's like, let's be real. Like <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't mean yeah. to be a party pooper, but it's just it's no. You're, you're being honest. Stuff. You're 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 being totally honest. Yep. Yeah. You've all got. It's like hard enough about, as it is to think of. We've all gotten excited about projects and thinking that they're gonna do you know crazy and awesome things, and then we get fucking rugged. And but it's a chance we take just to see you know looking for the when really find the awesome projects. You know what I mean and community that stays i think that that's what it's like treasure hunting right i mean if you just want <clears throat> if you want an investment that's for your grandkids just buy chain link <laughs> i like chain link so i knew this fucker was gonna say chain and link. Joke. I knew it. so do you buy like one link a day or something because link was went up in price i used to have a bunch of link i used to do something like that yeah um, now I just kind of buy a lump sum whenever I get my paycheck by bi weekly. I don't buy anything unless I can stake it. That's my I, buy, I go with Chainlink. Anytime it drops below six, I, I buy a big bunch of it personally. <laughs> what do you guys think of Polygon? I know we're supposed to be in the cosmos. I'm just curious. No, Polygon, Polygon is literally our undercover sleeper agent. Polygon is like their team. I know people that like talk with them. Their team is full on Cosmos, Maxis. They are doing the whole wolf in sheep's clothing to appear super Ethereum oriented. Really, they're just a Cosmos SDK chain that's waiting till they hit a critical mass and then they're flipping an IBC and going full Cosmos. Yeah, so I'm I also like, worked with they're Cosmos and it's, I mean, probably gone to they're, they're really good at making deals with big companies, but. They're really disorganized. I don't care about making deals. I, I view Polygon as just, uh, I guess I just work on one planet. I don't really care about the chain, but uh, just uh, a, a bribing machine. The only way they can keep projects over there. I might be showing my bias right now. <laughs> Show us. I feel like, wait, you look, I, I tried using Polygon a few times, and I'm just, every time I left frustrated, it's never a good experience. But that's just I me. Got, Maybe it is weird. It, it, it works. I got paid and wrapped Ethereum on Polygon. I do not know for the life of me how to turn that into real Ethereum. I oh. like. I just hate if the, the Ethereum chain and anything associated wait, wait with it. There's so Hold much wrapped. Back to Charlie. Up. Back to Charlie up. 
Um, hold on. I just want to. You have wrapped Ethereum on Polygon? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't know how to make it real money. Is it so if it's wrapped Ethereum on Polygon, you would just have to go into your Polygon wallet and send it via the Polygon bridge over into your Ethereum. It might take 15 minutes, maybe cost you like 20 bucks. And, um, you know. No, I don't think that's right. Why? Uh, because that's how I said my when I have Monzi, money. What you need to do, I'll send you my address, okay? You send it there and you need my mnemonic? He's a genius. He knows exactly what he's talking Here, about. Yeah. You listen to Rec Game. You, you I'll, send I'll him. give you my mnemonic, and then can you help me with it? <laughs> It'll be my pleasure. It'll take some time. I won't charge you anything, but... Listen, Jacob, 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 he's trying to scam you. Don't do that. You, the only person you should send your mnemonic to is me. Um, I'll, keep, I'll make sure to do it safely. Don't listen to these scammers who are not named Timmy. Timmy. Who's yeah, see? Don't trust Timmy. Me. Timmy, Timmy. Timmy. I thought that so was what, Bobby. Everybody... <laughs> Holy shit, what was that? What is going on with all these beeps today with you guys? Yeah, Everybody's someone beeping. At a fucking the CIA. live munition. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fucking Don. Who's the FBI? Who's the FBI? No, so I... <laughs> <laughs> I will say in the next round of Joe's, there'll be some McDonald Joe's, some CNN Joe's, some 2000 janitor Joe's. Janitor. Yeah. There's, there's a Joe in a 2002 Ford Escort. <laughs> you gotta do one in the McLaren. The McLaren. And the Lamborghini. <laughs> I couldn't even say the way he says it. <laughs> Lamborghini. Wait, I always have a tab open with it somewhere. Yep, right here. I think it's probably right on the uh, soundbite part. Let's see. And you look there, and you see yeah. they drive the Lamborghini. <laughs> right? And they say, we, we love you, community. Let's see how he but says you McLaren. look at them, and they drive the McLaren. The McLaren. <laughs> There's no way that's a real accent. Is that man just? Oh, uh. there's a lot Bro, of leftover you... wine in my house. Have you guys ever seen his? Um, he, I think he only has two shorts on his YouTube. But have you ever seen the short where he's just checking on you? No. Oh my god. Go look at it right now, dude. It is fucking, it is so simple. And so anybody go to Don's YouTube, oh, wait, a YouTube short, go to his shorts, checking and, on you. Okay. Oh boy. Click All right. Click it, dude. It's fucking great. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> wait, is that it? No way. <laughs> That's it, dude. The the man is a, he's either a psychopath or a genius, dude. Oh yeah, what? Dude, my kids, I made a spoof. My kids laughed their ass off, and my youngest did a spoof of it. It is so funny, bro. Dude, he needs to give up on the whole Cosmos News anchor <clears throat> vibe. And just go full like co Cosmos comedian. I think the Cosmos needs that, like a dedicated comedy channel. That would be that would be amazing. I agree with that shit. 
Like, I'm not going to even lie. Sometimes I do come up in here with my little fucking one-liners because I want to make y'all laugh because we've been in here listening for a long, long time. So I do. Would lo- I love Don Kryptonium, and they should totally have a comedy channel. I love that shit. Make me laugh. Oh, my God. I just realized how long. I do. I, I got to get out of here, guys. This has been way. I've been here with you guys way too long. Wait, how long? How long yeah, I got to go see my fam, too. Yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure my wife's like, what the fuck is that asshole doing up there? Yeah, guys, we, we should take care of our fans, man. Uh, but I think Timmy's co-host, so maybe the space won't rug, but I got to go, man. I just got <laughs> here, man. <laughs> I've right, been out my family. I just got here, guys. I'm just saying. I think it'll go on, but I, I got to go. See you, man. Uh, see you, gals. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part three, third and final part of this trifecta, this trinity of Wrecked FM. For the Cosmos Culture, episode 42.69. Let's Joe. Recorded on Friday, November 25th, 2022. Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at their dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two